Hello and welcome to the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast with me, Laura Linklater. The podcast for thoughtful, conscious-minded parents who want to break the cycles from their difficult childhood, end the cycles of arguing or disconnect in their family relationships and unlock the dream parent inside them so they can show up for their family and for themselves from a place of love and joy. Hello and welcome to the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast and today it's got a brilliant title for today's podcast it is nurturing the true essence of your child and this is exactly what drew me as a parent and as a professional it's what drew me to Claire Ford. Claire could you introduce yourself please? Yes of course thank you Laura it is so lovely to be here on your amazing podcast and you know discussing this very thing. Um, so I'm an expert educator with over 15 years experience and I'm also a well-being uh, entrepreneur as well and so the thing is this is why after all this experience that I've had I realized that this nurturing the true essence is really the key to unlocking conscious parenting, to unlocking empowering education, to you know elevating our children to unlock their brilliance, to really see them shine. And so I'm excited and delighted to be talking about this. It is, and it's, it's interesting because this podcast and well, and everything I do, like my website and my Instagram, all that is called Cycle Breaker Parents Unite. It, and it's it's in some ways it, it almost gives the the idea that oh there's there's a cycle and there's not a cycle there's loads of cycles there's cycles everywhere there's cycles of health last week we uh, talked about with um Teresa from Foxy Fit we, we talked about cycles of women particularly she works with women and especially moms helping them get fit and strong and and about how you know women looking after themselves and they're not looking after themselves and how that impacts the family and also one of the things that is dear to me as a home educator and I guess now world schooler because we're here in Vietnam is is the educational cycles and a lot of parents whether whether they come to me from this background or whether it comes out when we start working together we'll talk about uh, things like the education wound and, and I didn't know that was a real thing until quite recently. It's an actual, it's an actual term for people who have had these uh, schooling experiences and learning experiences where they didn't feel they were good enough or they felt that they had to do certain things. And, and I've worked with uh, people who've gone into certain careers and they've come to me for, for parenting support. We've, we've done all of our things. And at the end, they've said, do you know, I became an accountant because I was good with numbers and basically my mom and dad kind of forced me to go down that so I could be sensible and and be, you know, be safe and secure in that way. But actually, I really wanted to be a midwife. And then she really surprised everybody by retraining in her 40s to be a midwife. And she's very, very happy yes. <laughs> and content. I know it's stressful and all that changing careers, but it's it's like in that sense, she had broken that cycle for herself. And I kind of see what it's part of why I world school and home educate my children and and I'm looking at the thing behind you so people listening on the podcast you can always watch this on YouTube if you like but could you um it starts with educated and empowered that yeah could you show us your sign yes yeah, so, so the switched on academy is I've about got, isn't it yeah I've got here the switched on uh, you know switched on and then it's the global online academy unlocking the brilliance in your child because this is what I'm I'm all about I'm so passionate about like I could just talk about that one sentence 
you know, for hours. <laughs> but basically at the end of, you know, being part of this vortex coming through this academy, your child will of course be educated in those basic foundational skills with English and maths. But that's not the thing, the yeah, one it's thing, not the right? point. It's, it's not the not whole the point. It's They're a tool. also um, become empowered because they develop those mindset tools to give them strength to overcome, right? And then because of that, they become elevated. You know, we're all about elevating people to the next level, right? It doesn't matter. You don't have to wait till you're 18 or 21 or 30 or 40. Be the best you can be now. Let's see that best in you as you are now, right? Because children achieve incredible things yeah. in our courses, in, you know, macro results in minimum time, right? And then it's about making sure that they've got that ambition there um, so that they are successful. But it's all around that internal motivation and drive and being fulfilled as a learner because yeah. of what they want to do, not because they're ticking boxes and people pleasing, which is my educational wound, right? Yes, yes. And the people pleasing is one of the things that a lot of when we come to things like having boundaries, like parents, this all ties in. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, does education tie in? Isn't that its own, you know, parenting is one sphere and education is one sphere? And it's not, not necessarily. And actually, I think well we've just had a really long chat which we both really enjoyed it's that thing about when we separate education of children from care of children that cut is really really key because that's really for both for both of us in different ways we've come uh, as as professionals as you know myself being a former teacher and you too well I say former teacher we, sh we should say former classroom teacher because you're never yes. not a teacher are you it's it's, a, it's like a lifestyle isn't it it's it's yes. a cool thing but it when we when we cut you know between okay so this side is caring for the children this is the mental well-being this is academic excellence that's missing the point because it's about the whole child and that's where we get into this pickle of the testing and the Michael Rosen poem about and then the children became data and yes both Claire and I have worked in year five and year six which is the uh older years of primary school so it's just before they go to secondary school because so there's a this oh Claire this podcast gets all over the world like it's in yes. Israel Singapore Ireland Malaysia the, the states it's all over the place so you know that that last year of primary or elementary school and both of us did not fully enjoy that <laughs> felt no, a bit no. but what you so do is, uh, and the elevated really got me as well because my six-week parenting program is called raise them up yes. and one of the reasons that I say to people I'm different and one of the reasons I feel kind of happy that I'm doing this is that I don't give people, you know, hints and tips and cheats of how to get your kid to do this, how to get your kids to do that, how to get your kids to sit down or come or do or make their beds. It's about raising them up so they could be the best person they can be, who will be the person who naturally holds their boundaries or follows their interests or is strong enough because they're supported enough and secure enough using that word deliberately that they are secure in themselves and their relationships to hold boundaries and and you meet people where they're at but here's the it's thing Laura wonderful. you know what you're saying that's exactly it that's what we do in the academy but the reason that your work's important and the way you know the reason that I'm also like a conscious parent you know done all that work with Dr Shafali and, and this is oh, why it's about collaborating my hero the parent the educator and the, the student, you know, it's the whole family that has to be behind the child is because 
as the parent, you need to be able to model that for your children too. Yes. You need to be able to look around them and, and go, sometimes well, we have to unpick our wounds to do that. We this have to unpick it. our own education wounds and our own, I it. never had boundaries respected because we cannot support our child with their big feelings that's and their big right. worries until we're comfortable with them in ourselves. That's right. And that's awkward. It's awkward. <laughs> and the reason it's awkward, you know, I talk about this a lot is because for us of a certain age, you know, for, for, parent, for parents now who are beginning to consciously parent, the problem is for the majority of us, we've been unconsciously parented. Yeah. And so we've got a foot in both camps, right? We're here in the middle. This is now the opportunity for change. This is this is this is what our next generation are crying out for. And it really is our responsibility as adults and as educators to become mindful of that and to not kind of pass blame. That's just the way things this, were. Yeah. That's how our parents did the best with what they had, with what they knew, right? And the parenting we that they had go better. <laughs> Yeah. And so we have to do better, but it's hard because we're dipping our toe into a different pool and trying it out for size and then coming and Whilst being triggered, our children do the things that sometimes set us off. And That's it's why, right. I don't know if you know, Claire, I always, my, my kind of tagline for everything is healing plus skills is the yes. parent you always wanted to be. Because if you just focus on the healing, I mean, that's great. <laughs> It is great, isn't it? The, then you still may not, you know, if you weren't heard as a child, how can you possibly hear your child when they, they need you? Because you don't have, and there are skills. And and although I greatly dislike the term behavior management, which is what I had lectures in when I was doing my teacher training and all my continuing professional development, it's not about management, it's behavior support. And it's, yeah. it's actually not even behavior, it's emotional support. Because as yeah. you talk about, when we meet the children's needs oh actually could you elucidate a bit on that about how you don't actually put the emphasis on academics however yes. the children fly academically because yes. you don't put the emphasis on it yes yes so basically um you know i created the, the switched on academy during lockdown because i realized that so many parents were obviously coming to me and they were saying what, what you know we're stuck at home what can we do we're not we're not teachers. We don't know what to do. Our kids are climbing Yeah, walls. people thrown into it without you know, without choice. So I chose to home educate. Others didn't. It, and that, exactly. that kind of forced homeschooling. That forced wow. homeschooling was really hard. And I was like, okay, so what is the thing that I do that gets these results? You know, mm. even if, in inverted commas, <laughs> your child's dyslexic, dyspraxic, autistic, ASD, da-da-da-da, whatever acronym you want to use, Right? They can still be successful, of course they can. So I'm like, okay, I've got this different approach. What is it? And I realize what it is. So I'll quickly explain it. So normally, if you imagine like a, a mountain or a pyramid, right? The top of the mountain is the success. That's what most of us look for. That's what we've been trained. I was to gonna say for. that's our societal, like you that's have to get to the top, get to the, climb the greasy pole because it's there. That's our generational imprint even, right? And that's how our parents and grandparents would have considered themselves successful parents by raising us so that we were succeeding in their eyes. So everybody's looking at that, you know, the the, the grade nine piano, you know, the, the gymnastics, the swimming, the, the academic the qualifications, the, the qualifications yeah. all of that, right? We all look at that. But the thing is, I'm right. Okay, let's look at something else, right? Let's look at what needs to be underneath that first in order to get there, 
which for so many of us isn't, which is why, you know, me included. Or, or people who get there and then they're miserable. That's right. That's right. So, um, so underneath that, we've got, we've got some really key things, right? There needs to be this positive learning environment. There needs to be the environment and there needs to be the mindset, right? That's what needs to be at the bottom of the mountain in order to get to the top. And this is what we provide at the Switched On Academy. And this is what I talk to people about in my Switched On Learning Method. Um, because nobody talks about this stuff. No. Right? Nobody talks about this stuff. And it's and really even if they do, easy. like in schools, in mainstream schools, it's like one assembly here. And I mean, yeah. I remember my, my husband, and I won't name the school, but the, they, they did a, a staff well-being session. And it was like a whole, it was basically a whole day. It was like an inset day where yeah. they, um, you know, they had a yoga instructor come in and they, you know, they did some yoga. There was, uh, there was like aromatherapy. They, people got, I think they got like hand massages or something. I know. <laughs> and then, um, honest to God, he did a didgeridoo lesson. Like, what is that about? Um, and, uh, I mean, he really enjoyed it actually, but, but then that was it. <laughs> and then the next day they were like, okay, get your data in get your yeah. data in and it, and it wasn't it wasn't a practice it was like a tick box and yes they were trying and yes it was better than nothing but then when you have another nine months that was like September you know the rest of the school year was full of pressure and yeah and I know you're really passionate about sharing teachers you know it's, it's not that easy to be a teacher as we know no, yeah. so that that yeah. actually isn't mental health you know doing the odd day yeah. here and there of like That's whistles right. and bells and telling everybody about it no that's not how mindsets change yeah and that's what's wrong with education and that's what children get they get an assembly you know anti-bullying yeah. week or whatever and then yeah nothing so for the rest of the year for the rest of the year yeah <laughs> not this week that box. Fantastic. We don't. <laughs> i was at the assembly i ticked that box yeah. didn't hit anybody i ticked that box <laughs> you know i can I, it's all right tomorrow i can be a bully again you know no it's the whole thing's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah. It's the underlying things haven't been dealt with. It's a lifestyle choice. And the thing is, it has to be integrated into the into the family. It has to, it has to be yeah. integrated with your values as a family, with your vision as a family. You know, we do family vision workshops with the children and the parents because it's so important. Oh. Everybody has to be on board for that. That's my dream. We yeah. do things like that in our family. We have a family meeting each week and we talk about what do you want? Because we we are kind of, we're very unschooly. So we create our curriculum as we go, which of course looks like, and I know that some other people who don't know us so well, it looks like on the outside that we're doing nothing. It looks like we're just swimming all day, which to be fair, some days we do. It 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 looks like we're, you know, just going on a trip here and there. But you know, I'm I'm beneath, <laughs> you know, like the duck, the duck's the duck's feet under the water, you know, paddling about, going, Oh, how can we get that outcome? How can we do this? Yes, how can we get yes. some literacy so in you've there? You've got that training, you see, yeah. being built. So you know how to make the most of any learning opportunity. This is what I say to parents. Learning doesn't just happen between nine and three on a Monday to Friday right learning actually more learning happens have, out <laughs> learning doesn't have four walls right you have a global classroom you have 24 7 you have outside you know if you can if you can find a way to ask curious questions like one of our big things is curiosity you know asking curious questions allowing children yeah. to ask curious questions and then i recommend going on what i call a, a shoulder to shoulder approach on your learning journey which means you're together it's not a face to face it's not teacher facing the student you're like do you know what i never knew why 
I never knew what happened at the end of a rainbow either. Let's Google that. Let's find and, out. Yes. Right. And, and that is so radical. But it's so... together. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have all the answers. Do you, oh my goodness. This is so incredible because this is the conscious parenting thing as well, because I talk about, uh, I talk about how we we as parents we get to not that we have to not that we should but we get to share our growth with our children yes. so I, I'm actually I've just recorded a reel and I really <laughs> I find it really upsetting a reel isn't uh, like an Instagram mini video for people <laughs> listening and it's me it's actually I think we recorded it two days ago so the swimming pool opened after many months of of us being in lockdown and the kids ran into the swimming pool and then we needed to get out the swimming pool and there was like a no they were like no just no and then you know one was ready one was not ready. and I, I have a we are very laid back but I also have very clear no and I have very clear safety rules you know if if you're going to run into the road and mommy shout stop you stop if if you need to be out of the pool you need to be in the pool. and and so we basically because we'd had all this time and the lid had been lifted we kind of had to go back to to square one or square 1.5 maybe with the boundaries and so it wasn't very fun and we got them back up and then my husband took a video of me doing um, uh, an EFT tapping sequence oh, for calming yourself down. And yeah. I literally just said to the kids, mommy loves you. Mommy was really stressed out about that because mommy was afraid that somebody was going to get hurt in the water or, you know, someone's going to slip over and it's very stressful. And mommy's not quite ready to talk about it yet. Mommy's going to go over here. And I did my tapping thing and the children were very quiet for a little bit. And then I said, okay, I feel better now. Oh, and that is a lot That's of people good. shy away from doing that because they feel like the parent has to be perfect the authority figure and that's the front that's the opposite of shoulder to shoulder yeah. but when we're in it together and I and I can say and I encourage people to do this grow with your children absolutely it's the only way share your growth because then they learn when they're about to have a fight and they say do you know what and one of my, my four-year-old actually said the other day can we do the annoying brother tapping, please? Oh, <laughs> oh, we and we have it's it in amazing. the See, the thing is, it's the children who are our teachers. Oh, right? absolutely. Every day I learn from the students that I teach. Every day I am blown away by how phenomenal they are. Mm. Every day I'm blown away by their resilience, by their ability to speak their truth, by their ability to open up and share what's, what they're anxious but about. Of course, you have created a safe space for that. And I think for yeah. many, and I, I wonder if because I talk about our home education journey and things, that's probably why quite a, a few people listening to this podcast and, and on my social media and things are either home educators or they educate alternately or they have been had that forced homeschooling experience. So I, I delineate, not everybody does, but I delineate between homeschooling and home educating. Yeah. And it, it kind of makes sense in a way, doesn't it? Because we chose this path, so we do it differently. And um and I think a lot of people, you know, there's been this massive rise in home educating, like 40%, I think it was in, this is in Wales, like 40% rise. And I think a lot of people have realized, actually, this does suit us a bit more, but I'm still a bit nervous. I don't really know yeah. what to do. Yeah. But, or people with special needs children who have, you know, whatever that means, but, you know, with extra needs and they need extra support and who are kind of disenfranchised with the mainstream system absolutely absolutely I mean you know that neurodiversity is so important to, to bear in mind yeah. and the thing is it's it's really um and again this is about looking at the child who is there this is about nurturing the true essence of your child you know yeah. one of the biggest learnings uh for me as a conscious parent and educator 
and one of you know and and something peeling away my own stuff yeah <laughs> as a people pleaser was oh my god i never felt seen and validated for who i really was and my biggest drive the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning the thing that gets me doing hard work even now till nine o'clock ten o'clock at night is that i truly believe that every single person on this planet has a birthright to be fully expressed to be fully tingles. expressed oh, that is tingles, what i yeah. am here to do this is how i am gonna yes my little ripple to change humanity is to make sure that every person is fully expressed and i'm starting that through children through encouraging children to express themselves creatively through writing through visualization through uh oral storytelling through all sorts of ways so that they hear their voice yeah, and they know, and they know that their voice is respected and there's heard. They know they're being heard. It, there's a space for it to land. Yes, right? yes. Oh, my goodness. And yet this is, well, again, I know we're kind of coming full circle. This is absolutely perfect because this is what parents, we, like you said, that it was through your work. You've had to do work to peel that. I've had to do work to be here of doing, you know, my own wounds and my own stories and, uh, and, and getting to the point where, you know, we are able to be conscious parents and conscious educators. And I guess in different ways, we're both doing that. Oh, it's just so wonderful. I know we could talk for hours, but what I really want to ask is, um, where can people find you? Yes. Because sure. I know there's going to be people listening to this who are doing the same as me and, and people on the podcast. Again, I'm sorry, because you can't see me. I'm like lit up and bouncing on my chest. <laughs> So where can um, people yeah. find you? Well, people are welcome to get in touch with me. Listen, my DMs are always open. So I'm all over social media, you know, Claire Ford. Um, my, oh, and it's uh, no I, isn't it? No I, C-L-A-R-E without the I. Um, yes, Claire Ford. And so my page on Facebook is, you know, coaching and teaching with Claire Ford. And all all okay. of this, we'll put all of this in the show notes as well. So yeah, can, put all yeah. of it in the show notes. But, you know, the best thing is to find me really on Facebook, right? And to just hop into my messenger. I'm always looking in my messenger. So I know we like it, it when you message us. We like it when you text us yeah, and just tell us about your DM, day. Don't, say, don't feel you know, nervous. I, I heard you chatting with Laura. Um, loved what you're talking about. I want to know more. And um, we can just connect, right? Because I'm always open for a conversation. And, and that book. If people want to check out my academy, it's um, switchedonglobal.com. There's stuff on there. There's loads of free resources. There's a whole tab that says free. And you can go oh, I'm going on it. Going on it. Free resources. <laughs> there are expert education, um, interviews with other experts, with other parenting experts as well. And there's lots of downloadable things that you can use on your home educating or your world schooling journey as well, right? So, uh, yeah, you mentioned a book. Yeah, now, the got, book is that I, of... I took the title for this podcast from the title of Claire's chapter. Yes. Da -da -da. <laughs> so I co-authored a book. I've, I've written several books and I've co-authored some with children as well. But um, so this I is think. a book, not another parenting book. Like, oh, not another parenting book, right? <laughs> I love that because it's like, oh, I can't be bothered to read it. But I know, but I'm about to print it out as well. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you on. can't. Um, so my chapter is here, it's called Nurturing the True Essence of Your Child. And I start it with the most beautiful quote by Anais Nin, which I would love to just yes, share with you. It's beautiful. So, and this for me epitomizes what I was talking about earlier about being fully expressed. And this is how she talks about it. So her little quote is this, the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. 
So, you see, nature will take its course. And Your it's child will become, eventually, the person that they are here to become. But if you nurture that essence from a young age, if you see that brilliance inside them, if you help them to untap their potential as a scientist or an engineer or a writer or an artist or a creative, rather than wanting them to go down a certain path, if you nurture that from a young age, they're going to get to that space quicker and easier and less painfully without all the the depression and the anxiety and the mood swings and the drugs that they would have to take that we I've taken in order yeah. to become fully expressed right and and also I think another because because you know you work with the children and I work with parents and I suppose my work supports the children as well is that you know different buds come out at different times just like my my story of my woman she was 44 right. <laughs> she was 44 when she decided to to say do you know what I have I've done I've unpeeled a few layers and I realize that much as I do enjoy my job this is where my heart lies so That's she'd right. reached a point where being in that bud was that safe career in her yeah. 40s and she was like I'm ready I'm That's ready awesome. and she wasn't ready until then because she'd had to unpick all of that stuff so it's That's and right. I did do it there's a, another podcast it's a really early one I think it's like number seven and it, it was called it's never too late and it was about a trauma therapist, but I did it with a trauma therapist, Aoife Griffin. And she has you know, clients in their 80s yeah, it's never who are late. experiencing huge shifts and change in their life. So it's yeah. never too late. And never too late. it's just beautiful. And the thing is, I actually do this work with teenagers. I've, I've done a, a personal development course for teenagers called Discovering Your Path, which oh, actually I'll put links to that in there as well. and enables them to discover their path. So when they're sitting there, and I did this in response to the... Uh, the trials and tribulations that my own sons went through during lockdown as 16 and 18 year olds where everything they knew was ripped oh, away from gosh. them because we were in the old education cycle right we I had to get them out the other end we'd been in it for so long um, and so it's about this is when they literally well why am I here surely there's more than four A levels surely there's got to be more than you know a, a, a first from Oxford because I'm still feeling pretty empty right now yeah. Right? Surely there's got to be more than just ticking these boxes and going through this process. And this is why teenage suicide is on the rise, teenage depression is on the rise, teenage self-harming is on the rise, right? Body dysmorphia is on the rise, anxiety is on the rise. I know our you and I have both talked, we've both worked are, with Becky Shuttleworth. <laughs> yeah, our young people She's on here are as well. crying out for support with this kind of And they're crying out to be seen. Yes. And you see, once they discover their path, and of course, they have permission to change their path. But once they start to discover it, what they can do is they then talk with confidence, right? They talk with confidence. And they talk with this internal, they are empowered, they're empowered, like I say on my thing, they're empowered, and they're elevated. And they say, I know why I'm sitting in this interview. I know why I'm applying for this job. I know why I'm doing this apprenticeship. I know why I dropped out of school and started my own business. Or I know why I'm going for a first to Oxford. And I know yes, why that is their I'm choice. And it's an that. empowered choice. It's not swept along choice, which is leading them to something that they have discovered is absolutely in alignment with their values, their gifts, their talents, their, their gifts, their talents, their attributes, and which is who they are here to be right now in this body 
in this reality on earth right now and they've discovered that and then they're like oh and imagine if you this is what we want for our children isn't it we want them to be happy and empowered and to to feel that they are the master of their masters of their own destiny that's what we want um becky um claire it's because we were just talking about becky shuttleworth becky shuttleworth by the way is on the podcast and claire and claire and i have both worked with her again about children's mental health and adolescent mental health and it's so important so go through the podcast if you'd like to uh to to get becky's she's done two and she's going to come on for another one (laughs) she's also helped me a lot with um with our lockdown woes you know with the the ups and downs of lockdown she's wonderful um so claire what have you got on right now because i know people people now know where to find you and again like i said it's always in the show notes so you'll just have to click through we make it easy peasy uh what exciting things have you got on yes so as i said about you know this this whole thing about being fully expressed for me it, it it comes down to this communication right words like they say in the bible right in the beginning was the word right our thoughts start with words right even if we can't if we can't and our memories from the time of language if we can't articulate our thoughts and our memories right then we can't um we can't elevate right because we don't know what it is we're telling ourselves so it's so important to give this power of language back to our children so important to give it back to them right so my big thing is about um, in a way that isn't ticking boxes for we used to, i used to call it right by numbers yeah like yeah. have you done this have you go go back and check it that you know the peer assessment and i do yes. understand what it's there for but it's to me it's toxic as a writer i mean i am i am a dyslexic writer i'm an english teacher as well well probably english teacher and the whole right by numbers thing it, kill, it kills creativity, to quote Ken Robinson. It's... Yes. So I have a very creative approach so in the sense that everybody's, what they produce all looks very different and individual. But I do also have a structure that I help children to follow to say, okay, let's do this first. This is how you can do it. This is also how you can do it. This is how you can do it if you're more like this. So they can choose the way that they can do it. But the point is they do get it done. And then we build on it and we build on it and we build on it. So I have a complete writing course for children, which gives them these skills to write in different ways so that they can write persuasively, so that they can write creatively and so that they can write informatively, which then is giving them the foundations that they need to excel whatever school system they're in, even if it's homeschooling. It's giving them the foundations if they want to apply for things. It's giving them foundations if they're entrepreneurial. It's giving them the foundations if they're creative right so it's really important to have those three different elements so we do that in the complete writing course and then for people to have a little taster to come into my world of a vortex which is magical and you know (laughs) a bit of alchemy going on um i'm running something called the little author's quest and it's so exciting to see this Yes, it's called The Little Authors Big Ideas Creative Writing Quest because that's who I've got in front of me, little authors. But I know they have big ideas. And we go on this quest where they go literally from a blank piece of paper and no idea. And in just a week, in just six hours, they have planned, written, illustrated, edited and published their story as a hardback book. I'm sorry, you really 
you really might see us on it (laughs) it's just it sounds just wonderful so we'll put the link to that as well the the writer's quest couple of ideas of the kinds of things i do which creates this magical learning journey and the reason i talked about the shoulder to shoulder approach is because i actually in the first lockdown did this with children i went through this course in response to parents asking me and we ended up creating a book together with the children called lollipops and rainbows teaching literacy with soul and in the book are some beautiful stories that the children have written and illustrated right and um so i've got all of their stories in there as well as the stories that i wrote at the same time as doing the course with them and so i got feedback from them about oh wow (laughs) do you know i know that julia donaldson wrote um what the ladybird heard in it with a with a school input Yes. And so I've got, you know, my sons have done drawings in there, um, all sorts of things. And there are activities as well, even for non-writers at the end of some of our stories, there are prompts for curious questions. So you get that oral communication. There are aligned activities where there's artistic, musical kinds of suggestions. And there's also magical meditations in there, which the children can record on their phones, which you can record in your own voice, literally just a few sentences long, uh, you know, just to get into that creative space to be grounded. I think it's really connected. I think it hopefully people are listening to this and they're feeling a bit of well hope that that actually education because I, I get one of my things I get a lot of messages about is why I'm doing but it was part I was drawn to you as a parent and I was drawn to you in a professional in the professional sense but also I get a lot of questions about education and uh, how do I meet the needs of my child and and hopefully it's given people ideas that we can education doesn't have to be what we went through and you know loads of people have got great educational stories but actually loads of people don't <laughs> and yes. and we don't want our children you, sometimes school is the best place for for many many children and 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 sometimes parents think okay I, w- I want this but I also want to add in the creativity and I don't want them to feel miserable I don't want them to feel stifled I want them to have you know the best of everything so it can be done so that's what really just what I want to leave people with it can be done the creativity and your children can be seen and nurtured through education and you have that power so thank you so much like I said all the links are in there because if you're anything like me you're now going to be really busy (laughs) going Mm -hmm. on researching Claire thank you so much for your time it's been just an honor an honor speaking with you thank you so so much Laura it's been fabulous uh speaking with you too and thank you for having me on your podcast thank you bye bye everyone If you've enjoyed this episode, please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you. And I would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter. If you'd like to know more, I am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on Facebook in the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite group. The links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.